Hi everyone, I'm Sarah Baker and this is Mama Stories. I created Mama Stories after seeing how impactful sharing stories can be in overcoming the challenges of motherhood. I am where I am today because of the stories of so many amazing strong mamas and I want to share that with every mom I can. So follow along to laugh, cry, and be empowered. Okay, hi guys. Welcome to the podcast, uh, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi. Thank you so much for being here with us. You're very welcome. Um, So for those who don't know you, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my name is Rachel, recently Cunningham. Uh, We just got, my husband and I just got married in September. And I live in Covington with my husband, Bender, and my stepdaughter, Bailey, who's 13. My stepson, Jordan, is going to be 20, which is crazy. And he's a freshman at Central. And I work full-time at Starbucks headquarters. I'm in the HR department. I'm also a Stella and Dot stylist. And my husband and I also own Lice Clinics of America in Kent. Which I just learned about. Yes. (laughs) We had a long conversation about itchy heads. Yes. And and you have made itchy too a little bit. (laughs) And, um, but I grew up in the Everett area, went to school there and started working at mostly retail customer service jobs and then Verizon, which is how you and I met. Yep. And then uh, moved down here about five years ago and, you know, pursued my dream of working for Starbucks. And I've been there for about three years. Nice. Yeah. And, and you've I, already gotten promoted, right? I have a couple times. Yes. yes. I've seen that. Yeah. It's amazing. So it's a gr- really great place to work. So I love it there and I have the best leaders. So well, I basically own stock in the company yeah. because I go there and spend <laughs> way too much money. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, and I have two wonderful dogs. Yes. Boomer and Cooper. We can't forget about them. They're away now and they're sad, but yeah, so yes. that's a little bit about We'll let me. them out after the yeah. podcast. <laughs> okay, great. Well, um, we're obviously talking to you today because you are a stepmom. I am. So walk us through that journey of becoming a stepmom. Yeah, it was a really... It was a long one that I didn't know would actually happen. So my boyfriend and I have been together for eight and a half years and he was not keen on the idea of getting married again. So we kind of came up with this funny name that I was evil step girlfriend because, (laughs) (laughs) because the stepmom, you know, didn't really look like it was going to happen, which was totally fine with me because I was in love with my boyfriend and his family and they were just the best things ever. Mm-hmm. And when about five years ago, when they asked me as a family to move in, uh, oh, Bender called sweet. Yeah. He called a family meeting and they handed me a card and it was a welcome home card and they wanted me to, to move down here with them. And oh my gosh. Yeah. So it was really our relationship in the beginning was very long distance. So Everett is an hour or more away in traffic, yeah. you know, so, and me working my retail job, It was maybe I would close and I would drive down here, you know, and then spend, have dinner with them and then drive back to work the next day. And maybe I was off that day and we got to spend the day together, but it was very inconsistent. So when they asked me to move in, it was, it was scary because I didn't want things to change in a bad way, but I was really excited for it because I missed them so much. So Benner and I had a conversation when I moved in, it was very you know, they love you. We miss you. We want you to be here, but just continue to be 
you know, the role in their life that you have been, you know, I don't want you to be the disciplinarian because that's not your role. I don't want you to have to take that on. So it was, it was really cool for me because I still got to, I don't want to say I was the fun one because like I knew the <laughs> rules. So like if one of them was strangling the other one, I'd be like, Hey guys, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to do that. But it was, it was an adjustment for sure because it was, you know, like house rules and, you know, implementing those and things like that. But I give so much credit to Bender because he really was able to support me in the role that I was taking on as another adult living yeah. in the house, you know? Yeah. And then when he proposed, surprisingly, because he had changed his mind about marriage, mm -hmm. I wasn't really worried about any sort of transition from being his longtime girlfriend to now being his wife and their like official stepmom on paper. Yeah. You know, it really didn't change very much. And I met them when Bailey was four and wow. Jordan was 10 and they're now 13 and a half and 19 and a half. So I've been in their lives for a really long time and getting married was, you know, just the best thing in the entire world. Mm. But it just, it really just changed my title to evil stepmother instead of, <laughs> instead of evil stepgirlfriend. But that's kind of the joke between Bailey and I, because I'm, I'm not, you right. know, and, right. she, and those are her own words, you know, and not mine, you know, because she and I have a really great, really close relationship because yeah. I've been in her life for so long. Um, but that's really, that's really my journey. And that's, you know, we're eight months into our marriage and, you know, I think things have only gotten better and the role that. I've played has evolved, yeah. you know, you know, as you know, the kids grow up and, you know, they come to me with things and I can just say, you know, I'm the extra person in your life that loves you. Yeah. You know, I'm not your, I'm not replacing your mom. You right. have a lovely mom. I'm just an extra adult. Yeah. To be there for you and give you advice and talk you through things. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, that sounds beautiful. I love the oh, moment thanks. of the card and the masking you yeah. to open. <laughs> it was very Waterworks sweet. almost came out of my eyes. That's yeah. very sweet. Um, so I have a stepmom, mm -hmm. and she is so lovely and That's so awesome. great. But I will tell you um, that I don't know what the words are to, to really describe it, but I think when a stepmom first enters the picture, mm -hmm whether they have the official title or not. Mm -hmm. When I was younger and this happened, even though she is and was the sweetest lady, mm -hmm. um, I had some restraint against that. Sure. And I think I was like sad for my mom. And then I was jealous of my dad's time or whatever the emotion was. Mm -hmm. So how did you navigate that? I mean, I know mm -hmm. you guys are in a good space today, mm -hmm. but like Bailey was four. Mm -hmm. So like, how did you navigate that to be where you are today? Yeah, good question. And I think I had two really great examples when I was growing up. So my parents are still married. They've been married for, it'll be 41 years this August. Oh, yeah. happy anniversary to them. <laughs> they have some secrets to tell. I know they do. They, they Yeah, they do for <laughs> sure. And I had, so my mom and my dad had a really great relationship. They still do. So she was my really great example of what to do as a maternal figure in kids' lives. And I had two really great examples of what not to do. So most of my aunts and uncles um, are on their second or more <laughs> marriage. <laughs> and I had two of my aunts whom I love dearly very much. But they became stepmoms when mm -hmm. I was around maybe Bailey's age, 12 or 13. So, okay. 
And they stepped in, they tried to take over, they tried to be mom, they tried to be bossy, and this is my house, and this is the way it's going to be. And going through all of this, you know, eight and a half years, I would at times take a step back and say, you know, what would I think if some woman Mm -hmm. married my dad or started dating my dad? Like, you know, I wouldn't want to listen to her. You know, I would be on my mom's side always. Yeah. You know, so I really wanted to not put that thought in their head. Tried really hard. Sure. And I'm sure that there had been feelings like that and stuff like that. But again, I go back to Bender because he was so open with the kids and asked them along the way. And this was unbeknownst to me. I found out later. Yeah. (laughs) But he would talk to them and say, you know, how are you guys feeling about Rachel? What, you know, what are your thoughts? Like, are you still okay with, you know, her and I seeing each other? And I'm assuming the answers were good because here we are, but you know, but I think that that was, he really wanted them to be their feelings to be first as did I. Yeah. Because when you enter into a relationship with somebody with kids, like, you know, you're there first as they should be, Yeah. you know, and that was really something that he balanced really well. And the best part, I think it's, it's a silver lining of the divorce situation because mom is in the next neighborhood. Oh, you know, that's nice. She's yeah, close. Exactly. There's no long distance between any driving or anything like that. And we make our plans together on the weeks that we don't have the kids so that our time can be totally dedicated to them when we have them and they're our main focus. We do date nights and we do parties and stuff on the weeks that we don't have them. So I also, though, like to plan girls' nights or family dinners with my parents up in Everett mm-hmm. on nights that. Bailey's here so that they can have some time, you know, to spend, they can go out to dinner or they can go play tennis or basketball or whatever, just so that, you know, that time with them isn't lost. Yeah. So that's really important to me. Yeah. But it has been really, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm the exception because it has been a really smooth, it has been a really smooth ride. And when we got married, I told the both of them, I was like, you can call me whatever you want as long as it's nice, but, (laughs) but you don't have to, you don't have to call me mom. You call me Rachel, Rachie, whatever evil stepmother. That's, you know, that sarcastic (laughs) name came from there. And, you know, it's just been, it's, we really try to be open with them about like to come to us with their feelings. And so far, you know, so good. Yeah. So that's really good. Yeah. It's, it's funny you say that maybe you're the exception, but it sounds like you put a lot of work into it. And I think maybe because of where you are today, you might be like, oh, look at me, I'm lucky. But I think (laughs) it sounds like you put a lot of work into it because I think knowing that balance and knowing that relationship that they have with their dad and their mom, that's a balancing act for you. Mm -hmm. Like you have to constantly, because we're also humans, right? Like something happens, you have a reaction to it, or you have an emotion and a feeling. And I think also like being open and honest with your kids is actually really hard to do. And a lot of parents, step parents or not, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you guys have put a lot of work into it. Well, thank you. And I, we, we have, you know, we have, and, and I'm, and I guess you're, you know, putting in that perspective, you're right. It, it shows. And, you know, it, Bender grew up with, he has a stepmom and Mm -hmm. a stepdad and he loves them both, you know, dearly. And, you know, it's kind of, you know, him coming from 
you know, that experience as a kid with a step parent, you know, he kind of, you know, maybe knew a little bit better how to navigate things. Yeah. And I just, I just want, like, I just want everybody to get along and everybody to have a good time. And I want the kids to be happy and, you know, things like that. So it's kind of, I wouldn't say it's a fantasy because I think we do a pretty good job of yeah. how things are now. But yes, you're, you're right. There's a lot of conversations and a lot of like, you know, checking yourself and, you know, I would call my mom, yeah, you know, with certain things and be like, oh my gosh, mom, like this just happened. And she would just start laughing, you know, and she'd be <laughs> like, she'd be like, I know that they're not your kids, but you know, this is what you, you know, you've been practicing for this for how long, you know, and, you know, so she gives great advice and, you know, things like that. So I can always go to her with questions yeah. and, and whatnot, but it's just a, honesty is really the best policy. So yeah, that is <laughs> you know, true. Yeah. So just being, you know, having that open conversation has been, I think has gotten us to this point. Yeah. Having your mom there, I'm sure really helps. Mm -hmm. Did you ever want kids? Was that a thing? It was a thing, you know, when I think, you know, when you grow up, you always want kids and you yeah. always want to get married and have babies and things like that. And meeting them so young, you know, has really given me the opportunity to see them grow and go through so many different things. Yeah. And, you know, we've gone back and forth, you know, about, you know, our kids in the cards for us, you know, we've talked about adopting, you know, if there's, you know, an opportunity for that. And at, at this point, like, you know, our lives are just kind of, you know, busy with work and busy with, you know, Jordan and Bailey growing up and, you know, it's not in the cards right now. Yeah. But they've really given me, and I don't want to say fill, filled that void because I think that sounds really negative, but they have fulfilled me with that, Yeah, you know, their, you know, their time and the things that they've gone through growing up, you know, and it's actually, it's so weird because Bender has shown me old family videos yeah. of the kids and it was, I was speechless at a video when Bailey couldn't talk yet. Because I have only ever yeah. known her to talk and talk and talk. And when she was little, she would just, she would talk all the time. And so to watch a video of her and she couldn't, she could barely count. I was like, what is the, who is this little person? <laughs> you know? So I do know that I, you know, I've missed out, you know, on those stages of you sure. know, having, you know, your own children, but it doesn't make me like, you know, feel like anything's missing. You know, I've had That's a so really, good. yeah, I've had a really great journey with them so yeah. you know if it happens it happens but you know yeah we just adopted a puppy so you know we'll focus on that baby yeah, you got for now fur babies. <laughs> yeah. yeah you got fur babies babies you yep. guys are working yeah you guys have a lot going on mm -hmm. so on top of um everything that you've worked on in your home mm -hmm. of making sure you guys this family really runs smoothly you guys are also pretty in the public eye. Mm -hmm. So how have you managed that as a stepmom, like going through that whole journey mm -hmm. here, you are trying to like, you know, make sure things are running smooth in your home. Mm -hmm. And then you've got outside opinions or outside people kind of shining in mm -hmm. on your life. Yeah. That part is really now we're in a great place. You know, there was a lot, you know, before we were married, um, you know, lots of negative things about, you know, me just living here and not, you know, being a, a wife, you know, and not, you know, but it's kind sure. of like looking back at where we are as a society, like 
that's not frowned upon anymore. Like people move in together all the time, yeah. you know, before they get married. With it's kids, my recommendation, kids. actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. How would you know? You yeah. know, how would you know if it's going to work? Um, but it was really, I just, you know, you have to take a step back and say, you know, these people, mm-hmm. social media commenters and things like that, they really have no idea what's going on. So take everything with a grain of salt. But then when you get the people that are like, oh my gosh, like I can see the two of you together. Like, it's so great how you are with the kids and all this stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, you know, well, thanks, you know, but it's like, but they don't really know what's going on either, you know, but they're just saying something positive. So it's easier to accept that. But it's, it it goes back to, again, you know, vendors in my relationship, because he's, and he's used to it. You know, he was used to it for a really long time before he met me and me being introduced to this world of people that think that they know everything that's going on. And it, I do remember a few times people coming into Verizon and, and recognizing me and saying, I know you, I just saw a picture of you and your vendor's girlfriend and things like that. And my friends would be like, this is weird. Like you're just Rachel to us. Like, who are these people, you know? And, you know, and that, but it does, it got to the point where, you know, like family and my cousins and stuff would see stuff online and they would have to call me and text me and say, you know, are you okay? Like, Mm. don't let this stuff bother you. And, you know, but it was kind of just a, like, it goes back to, if you're not doing something right, then nobody's going to care, you know, so I must be doing something right. Right. You know, so, but it, it goes back to our open conversation of like, people suck. Yeah, they do. (laughs) You know, they're terrible. It's a good lesson for your kids too, to tell them like, Mm -hmm. I mean, Bailey's 13. That's like the prime time to realize that. Yeah. People suck. For sure. And social media can be like a very terrible thing, but it can also be wonderful because that's how Bender and I met is Facebook. So I will always have a place in my heart for Facebook because it brought us together. But, you know, but I don't, you know, I don't want to seem like, you know, poor me because, you know, I, you know, I just kind of, it took a while to get to the point where I didn't really pay attention to anything like that anymore, you know, and you can either reply back with logic and correct their grammar if need be, or (laughs) (laughs) you can just ignore it and, you know, move on because at the end of the day, everybody's got their own problems that they're dealing with and their own things. And, you know, ours just happened to be, you know, our lives just happened to be out there a little bit more than everybody else's, yeah. but, um, you know, taking everything with a grain of salt and just, you know, it really looking in the mirror and being like, you know what? I, I didn't do anything wrong or, you know, yeah. I tried my best and that's all you can ask for and nobody's perfect. And, yeah. you know, moving on from there. But for the most part, everybody has been really supportive. I've gotten a lot of, you know, messages and comments from people saying, you know, I see how you are with the kids. I think that's really great. I'm a stepmom too. We have really great relationships with our kids and, you know, like his ex and I are really great friends. Like we talk all the time and, you know, I think that this is something that, you know, you're a great example for people. So. Well, you are. Oh, well, thank you. That was like my main thing. It's like, (laughs) I have to get her perspective because I agree. I think that there probably is I know that there is a stepmom who's hopefully going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Who, oops. I knew I was going to hit the mic. <laughs> I told you. Sorry, Dustin. Um, who's probably dealing with this. Maybe they're at the beginning, right? The early phases. And maybe they have kids too. And mm-hmm. so now they're introducing a stepdad and they're becoming a stepmom mm-hmm. um, or step 
boyfriend, Mm -hmm. you know, with the intention of more or the intention of permanent. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can't imagine that struggle because I, for me, that's not my strength. Like, I don't think I could sit back if I had, you know, I'm trying to work on my family. I'm trying to enter into this world, you know, gradually maintain a good mindset mm-hmm. and have a public eye of some sort and an opinion. I, f- I feel like that would be a really big struggle for me. I just don't know if I could do that. Mm-hmm. But I think that's like a true testament to motherhood. It's like you came into motherhood a little differently. Mm-hmm. But you're doing exactly what moms do, which is you just kind of figure it out. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy and it's not pretty. And I'm sure there's some ups and downs that are pretty hard and seem like they're long and treacherous. But you get to it on the other side and you're like, oh, okay, I can Mm -hmm. do that again. Or, you know, you see another stepmom and you're like, don't worry, I've done that. Mm -hmm. You'll get through it. I think it's just the beauty of women and the beauty of motherhood, however it comes to you. Hey guys, are we best friends yet? Make sure that you are following Mama Stories on Instagram and Facebook at The Mama Stories. Also, you can check us out at mamastories.com. There you can read, share, and even sign up to be on this podcast. So go do it right now. Well, maybe after this episode. So I I did have an interesting question for you. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because I, hopefully I can word this right. I had it written down, but it's not really fully written. Um... I, I try to like really, I like a lot of detail. Mm-hmm. That's me. I need to be able to like see the whole picture. Okay. So can you think of like the first time you were ever alone with the kids and what that was like? Like, I feel like what you've been saying is like Bender played a really big role in like the communication and mm-hmm. making sure everything was kind of smoothly going around and around. Mm-hmm. But like, what's the first time where he wasn't there? I can I can actually completely remember. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) Bring us to that time. And there was a huge milestone that actually happened that night. So we, I think we were together for maybe a year because I remember he was living in a house in Newcastle. um, And when we met, he was living in um, Renton. And he had an event with uh, the radio station that night. And it was going to be the first night that I was going to spend the night with the kids at the house. Wow. So big deal. Yeah. Made sure mom knew. So she wasn't surprised because they were going to be at the event together. Okay. So it was like, who's got the kids? Rachel's got the kids. Yeah. And it just so happened that Bailey lost her first tooth that night. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. And so the tooth fairy came in the morning and I had so much excitement. I was like, oh my gosh, I can be here for this like huge thing. She's so excited. And then I was like, oh my gosh, mom and dad both missed this. Oh, so, but it was either going to be me or their babysitter, you know, I mean, so yay that it was me, you know, but we had a really fun night. It was just very like, I wasn't trying to constantly entertain them. It was very much like, I will take you guys anywhere that you want to go to dinner. Like, let's do that. And then let's just come back and have a movie night or watch, you know, or play DDR dance, dance revolution or whatever. That's what they were into at the time. Guitar hero, stuff like that. 
but it was really, it was really fun and it was really easy and I wasn't tested, you know, on anything. And it was just kind of like, I, I made sure before Bender left the house, what time would you like them to go to bed tonight? And they were both there because I wanted them to hear it from him and not have it come from me. Yeah. So, you know, what, you know, is there any homework that they need done before that, you, you know, they wake up tomorrow? Is there any this, anything that? And he laid out everything before he left and was on his way. So, you know, it was kind of a bit of a panic moment, you know, when I was like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is actually happening, yeah. you know, and what am I going to do if they don't want to go to bed or if they give me a hard time yeah. or whatever. But I, I didn't run into any of that. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, so what did you do when she lost her tooth? Did you text them and be like, Hey, I did. Yeah, okay. I did. And it was, I was like, Hey, just, you know, heads up, like surprise, <laughs> you know, and she had shown, you know, I took a picture of her with her tooth missing, you know, there's a giant hole in her face and, you know, so it was just a, like, I got it, you know, we'll, we'll get this in the morning and, you know. And did you? Well, I know the tooth fairy actually did it, but did the tooth fairy leave something for yes. her? Yes. Okay. That's and, nice. Yep. And I took a picture and sent it to them both because they were at work the next morning. Oh yeah. You know, so, you know, they were up early and yeah, so they got to, they got to be there, you know, as, as best as they could, you know, yeah. but it's kind of, but it, I mean, it, the con, the inner conflict that I had of, oh my gosh, like this is so fun for me to be here for this, but then it's like, oh, well crap, you know, um, they should be here for this or one of them should be here for this, yeah. you know? So, but that was my first time. That was my first like wow. overnight babysitting adventure with them. And it, you know, I, if I look back over all the times that I've had them by myself, you know, even really new into our relationship, I'd really tried to have like the rules set down before dad parted, you yeah. know? So just so that I could be you know, just the supervisor kind of the fun supervisor. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, it does. <laughs> Did you, um, so I know you mentioned in the beginning that you've seen, uh, step parenting gone wrong mm -hmm. and gone well. And so you had some examples, mm -hmm. um, did you and Bender decide together that you were not going to be an enforcer or was that his rule or how did you guys come up with that? Like mm -hmm. you're going to be the fun, evil step girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I think it stemmed from his experience with his, you know, stepmom and stepdad. And it was a, he just didn't want me to feel that pressure, I think. But yeah. once he said that, I was like, okay, you know, because and, and it's, I, and I want to make sure that I'm clear. Like it wasn't like, Hey kids, like, let's go to McDonald's. Let's go get ice cream. Let's go to the carnival. Let's go do this. And I'm going to buy you everything you want. Just so you like me. It wasn't like that. Yeah. It was very much so, you know, I'm trying to think of an example of like when they would do something that I would have to step in and say, you know, don't do that. Yeah. I mean, I can remember a time when we were watching a movie and Bailey was talking, you know, mm -hmm. because she loved to talk when she was little and, you know, Jordan would, you know, shush her and say, you know, Bailey, stop talking, Bailey, stop talking. You know, it was kind of one of those things where I'd be like, okay. So I would pause it and I'd be like, okay, like we're watching a movie. Like how about we, everybody just like, you know, stop talking. If we don't want to watch the movie anymore, no problem. But if you guys want to watch the movie, like let's all just watch the movie and be quiet. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, so putting that logic into their head, like we don't have to watch this movie if we don't want to, you know, yeah. but if we want to talk, let's talk or, you know, but 
the like the rudeness and the shushing like we're not going to do that you yeah. know and the and the rudeness of you know like talking through a movie but you know she was so young it's like that's not rude yeah. you know it's just her being who she was and yeah. she loved talking you know so you know it was little things like that but it was really a he wanted me to be a positive influence in their life mm -hmm. and not something that they had a negative you know connotation with but I also didn't just stand by and not say anything when things needed to be said I would definitely step up and you know have yeah. a conversation if it was needed at the time yeah well and I know um just just from the little bits that I know I know you took a big role in Bailey's life like mm -hmm. you were her cheerleading coach mm -hmm. and you've just been like really involved with her mm -hmm. so has that led to any like challenges or has that just been like really positive like would you say that that's something a stepmom should be doing mm -hmm. like should be making sure that they're doing things like that as if not that they're the mom but you know that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a very like motherly role to take on mm -hmm. so yeah. how did you get there and is that something you would recommend for stepmoms to do yeah I I watched her be very involved in uh, Girl Scouts and, you know, Bender was the Daisy Scout dad, you know, he would go to all of the meetings and all of the things like that. And then when she aged out of Daisy Scouts or Girl Scouts, and she wanted to do cheer, we were at almost every practice and every single game on the weekends, you know, and it was really fun to watch her, you know, do her thing and be part of a team. And then we just gradually started to get to know the coaches really well. And I would start going to, you know, volunteer things with them. And they all loved selling dot so they would all want to you know come over to all my parties and things like that so the relationship just naturally grew with the coaches yeah. and one night they asked me to be a coach the following season and I was again immediately conflicted like yeah. yes I would love to do that I would love to be a part of Bailey's life and help her along with this journey because I had quit Verizon mm -hmm. and I wasn't working um, I was doing Stella and dot but I didn't have a full-time job so I was like, this could help, you know, fill my time, build my relationship with Bailey. Yeah. But what is, is mom going to be hurt that I'm doing this? Right. You know, because again, how would I feel if I was doing sports and my dad's girlfriend, you know, started coaching me? Yeah. So it was a lot of conversations. Um, I asked Bailey how she would feel about that. She was super excited. And so I agreed to do it. And it was really, <laughs> it wasn't challenging being my boyfriend's daughter's coach. It was just challenging being a coach in general. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, my little cheerleader was not the problem. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So that part, <laughs> I mean, looking back on it, you know, I think it was a good experience for both of us, but it was challenging because I had to hold her to the same standards, you know, as everybody else which was fine because she was already there. Yeah. But I didn't know how she felt about seeing me like, Hey, stop picking your nose. Hey, you know, yeah. Because you took on more of that role that you don't usually take on at home. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yes. So oh. I was more bossy because yeah. kids needed it. You know, the kids sure. needed a coach and I had an assistant coach as well, you know, so we would both tag team and she had, two of her girls and three step girls oh, wow. on one squad. Okay. And it was her and I and Bailey. So it was, you know, kind of all. So I actually got to watch her and how she, and she was just like, like, knock it off. Like you're, you're being horrible. You know, yeah. she would see, you know, she was just like, at, like here we're, we're coach and we are cheerleader. Like we are not, 
you know, stepmom and mom and daughter. Yeah. And even her girls, you know, would act up and she'd be like, no, get back. Like, I don't care. Like, we're not talking about this now, yeah. you know? So I was like, okay. So I, you know, when the season was over, mm-hmm. it was a great experience. And I would recommend being involved as much as, you know, the, the relationship and the dynamic between the parents um, are comfortable with mm-hmm. because it's memories that we have, you know, and it's, I think it's a really good experience. And, you know, there was once or twice when, you know, Bender would be taking pictures, uh, Jackie would come and, you know, watch the games and we'd all go out to lunch afterwards, you know, so it really, and Jordan would come, you know, too, and he loves taking pictures. So he would take pictures of Bailey and her squad. So it gave us, you know, some opportunities, you know, in our busy lives to, you know, come together. And, you know, I think Bailey really enjoyed that. Yeah. And, you know, but it, there was, there was a, there was a really a fine line between, you know, me, because there was a lot of times when the girls would just be not paying attention and not doing their drills right and not doing their cheers right. Sure. And I can't not say anything when other parents are up in the stands expecting the coach to like have coached their kids. Yeah. You know, so I think maybe she saw a little bit of that side of me that was more assertive, more, you know, authoritative, I should say. Yeah. And, you know, I would do it all over again, a hundred percent, you know, but it was one season I think was enough. Yeah. Yeah. To, to take that on more factors involved than just, <laughs> yeah, being, sure. just being her dad's girlfriend. But, you know, it was, um, a wonderful experience, but I would definitely recommend it because yeah. she could count on me. She knew I was always going to be there and she yeah. knew that, you know, like there was no, Many kids, you know, don't know who's going to pick them up from practice and don't know, you know, how they're getting from A to B. Yeah. And, you know, so she knew I was always going to be there. And so I think that that was, you know, pretty cool for her. I I do like my child, but sometimes it's hard to like other people's kids too. <laughs> yeah. So I understand. <laughs> there's like a, there's like an element of patience that you're given as a mom. Um, and then that does not extend past your child. Correct. So yes. I totally get that. <laughs> as a mom, yes. As a adult, not so much. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> so it's on and off switch sometimes. Yeah. But she's always been really involved. She's done soccer. She's done basketball, basketball, and she's doing tennis now, you know, oh, wow. prepping for, for high school. you going to coach any of those? Oh gosh, no. <laughs> See, <laughs> I can't, and I wasn't a cheerleader in high school. I didn't do any sort of sports at all. But what I did do in high school was I was really involved with leadership and ASB and student body. Yeah. And so I have tried really hard to encourage her to do the same. So she has been in leadership twice, the two years. Oh, good. Yeah. And she ran for student body last year and, um, she didn't get it, but she was okay with that because she's like, you know what? I can not go to every game and not have to be there. Cause she ran for treasurer and I don't have to be at every game and I can focus on, I did it too. Yeah. <laughs> Those mics, they get in the way. <laughs> uh, but I can focus on school and I can do this, you know, and I'll just try again for something next year. So yeah. her attitude is really positive, but we collectively have been at 99% of her extracurricular things. Like it's so important for us to be there for her. And, you know, and when, before I came into the picture, Jordan was really involved in sports and he figured out, you know, pretty early that, you know, that just wasn't for him, but he tried, Yeah, you know, so, you know, and that was also kind of where the struggle came in with 
living far away because he would have band concerts and he would have things like that. And I would be tearing down here from Linwood and I would show up right when the concert was over and I'd be like, well, shoot, you know, but yeah, you know, I'm sure that, you know, you did a great job and, you know, things like that. But, you know, it was really important to me that I would be present at all of those things. Yeah. Did you ever have to balance your relationship with either of them? Like, obviously, you know, cheer is probably more interesting to coach than like band, mm-hmm. right? Or, mm-hmm. you know, you have to have a certain skill set to actually be a part of band, I'm sure, as a parent. Mm-hmm. So was that ever a balance, like having a balance between Jordan and Bailey and your, you know, relationship or time with them? Yeah, we had each one of them. They're so different, mm-hmm. but the same in so many different regards. Like Bailey idolizes Jordan. Like Jordan does his YouTube channel now. Oh, he does? He, he does. Oh. And he's like blowing up. He's really monetized now. Yeah. I what does even, he do? He just does random videos. Like his most recent video or his most watched, I think, was just him and his friend hiding plastic babies around the central Washington campus. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but and people are like finding the babies and like like sending oh, wow. them to him. Like we found some. So, you know, so she. That's hilarious. Yeah. And he's just, you know, and his editing skills. I always told him. After I saw a couple of his videos, I was like, you would be the best movie trailer maker. Like you could take a movie and edit it down to 60 seconds and intrigue people like that. Is that what he's going to school for? Well, he's going to school for communications and things like that. But, um, you know, he's his skills are just like he's been using Final Cut Pro since he was like seven years old. Wow. Yeah. So he's very good at that. And Bailey is, you know idolizing and following you know somewhat in his steps and when they were younger Jordan and I could have a full-on conversation about Harry Potter and Twilight and Hunger Games and all that kind of stuff and with Bailey she was a total tomboy but loved to go get her nails done and loved Mm -hmm. to go shopping and you know loved to do all this stuff so it it was easy you know for me to you know to kind of spread out that time with them yeah Bailey being more naturally involved, you know, we were all at, you know, her things more, um, you know, and then as Jordan got, you know, a little bit older, it was, you know, well, I'm not going to go this time, which is fine. I did that too, you know, but it was, you know, he was focusing on what he was interested in, which was making videos and making edits and, and growing up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like being a teenager and going through all these things. So yeah, they each had their individual interests, you know, and then I've seen them, you know, evolve and, you know, Bailey is really, you know, idolizing, you know, what her older brother's doing, which I think is really cool. Yeah, that is great. Mm -hmm. So good to have a close family. My family's really close, sometimes like uncomfortably close. (laughs) (laughs) When Dustin and I first started dating, he was like, what? (laughs) What's happening here? Yeah. Um, We're really close. But also my stepmom is also super close and we're together for like every holiday, every every function um and when my dad met her she had three girls oh okay well excuse me my dad had three girls so she had taken on three girls gotcha um and so we kind of came at her from like all different angles Mm -hmm. at times Mm -hmm. (laughs) poor thing yeah she survived (laughs) how long did it take you guys to get to that point where you are now you know it's funny because i i was thinking about this when i was thinking about coming over here today um I don't know because I feel like there would be times that I would be super close with her. Cause there was a time I lived with my mom majority of the time. And then a time I lived with my dad, um, for about a year. 
And so there'd be times I'd be super close with her and all I would want was her opinion and her to like sit down and talk with me um, when I was like in seventh grade. And then there would be times when I would feel really bad for my mom Mm -hmm. and I would totally just like step back or have frustration. I'm sure we came at her in all angles. So Mm -hmm. I don't really know. Maybe she (laughs) could tell her story. Uh, But as an adult, so I don't know the exact time I should mm-hmm. say. Um, but our family's been through a lot and she's always kind of been the rock on that side. So, um, I think once I got to see that, so maybe like my senior year of high school, mm-hmm. uh, we went through some stuff and I just got to see her more as like a stepmom mm-hmm. versus just like my dad's wife. Mm-hmm. And it started to click for me. And I also just think I was older mm-hmm. and I wasn't a kid I mean I totally was a kid back then but I thought I was really old (laughs) I thought I was really cool and wise uh so maybe it was then but I don't know um the exact turning point Mm -hmm. um but she's great I mean she's just through and through like the sweetest human so that's awesome today I can't imagine having an issue with her yeah so it's funny to think back and think at one point I was kind of like who is this girl yeah dating my dad Mm -hmm. married to my dad uh, but now they've been married for 20 plus years. So oh my gosh. they've been together for a long time since I was little. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So I want to close out, uh, with something. Okay. We're almost done. Okay. Isn't it sad? <laughs> you're no, you're fine. I need a I'm refill really on my champagne. I know. Right. <laughs> well, I appreciate you sharing that perspective actually, because, you know, I'm sure that some of those feelings, you know, Jordan and Bailey may be having those, you know, too, like conflicted at the time, you know, at certain times and things like that. So, um, and you know, that is, you know, bringing them to like my family get togethers because my family's really close to, even though we're all the way, they're all the way up in Everett, but you know, it's, it makes me so happy when I hear Bailey say like, Oh, are we going to Auntie Patsy's? Like that's Mm. my Auntie Patsy. And that's what she's calling her. Yeah. You know, so, and, but she just loves, you know, there's certain, you know, family members that she's gravitated towards and, you know, gotten really close with. So to hear things like that, it just kind of becomes a natural like blend for lack of a better word. So, you know, I'm sure, you know, when she's, you know, older, you know, we'll have, you know, some conversations about like, remember that one time I really didn't like you then. (laughs) Well, she's only 13. So she doesn't even know what her emotions are. Yeah, that's true. You just, (laughs) she may think she does. Yeah. Today I can tell you. Yeah. Yeah. She just doesn't. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of that. And I think you and Bender, like continuing to have open conversations with them is so important Mm because I I said it before, but I truly don't believe parents have open conversations enough with their kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and I totally get why, Mm -hmm. but there's also like this stigma of a parent being like this perfect human. My neighbor just talked about this in the previous episode. Like Mm -hmm. parents are just humans. Mm -hmm. They're just humans trying to like navigate the world just like you are we may just have a few more years on you mm-hmm. um but we're all just trying to figure it out mm-hmm. for so the betterment that, of the kids yeah so i think just having those open conversations are really important um and i i wouldn't say that that's how we did it like i don't th- i don't can't recall my dad and my stepmom having like really open and honest conversations with me i think just over time as i got older and more mature i realized Well, first off, if I was an adult and I found myself in that situation, I'd want to have a companion. So Mm -hmm. I want my dad and my stepmom to have a companion. Mm -hmm. Um, They birthed birthed my beautiful sister. So I'm thankful to have her. (laughs) And, um, and And I get it now as an adult. 
Mm-hmm. But I think back then I didn't understand love and marriage and kids and balancing and wives and ex-wives. Like that's a really hard dynamic. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think the kids will ever know that until they're older mm-hmm. and they actually are potentially in a situation mm-hmm. a little bit closer mm-hmm. where they'll be like, oh, wow, that was really hard for my dad and Rachel to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really thankful that they did it this way, which is what I find myself doing all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, man, it must I have been that. really mm-hmm. challenging. Yeah. And I probably didn't add to it <laughs> very nicely. Oops. Uh, but I do love her. She's so great. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. Great. Okay. So my last question I have for you okay. is if like you could give a tip or a trick or like your best lesson learned mm-hmm. as a stepmom, what would it be? That is a fabulous question. Um, from one angle, being a stepmom or, you know, maternal figure in kids' lives in a very public way always take the high road Mm. every time as hard as it is. Um, and even privately take the high road every single time, because like you just mentioned, like everybody's trying to navigate their own way and figure out the situation the best that they know how. And I think it's so important to take a step back, reflect on your own actions. And if they were coming from a place of, you know, true intent and, you know, the best outlook for the kids. And, you know, then you can't control a lot of times how, you know, other people are going to react to that. Yeah. So, but that's, that's really the hardest part is taking a step back and looking at the situation as a whole, like remove yourself from the step parent or step, you know, mother figure for just a moment and kind of see how all of these moving pieces are going to affect the outcome. Yeah. And if you can do that and try to influence to get to that point, you know, as hard as it may be so many times, you know, that's, you know, and it takes work and it takes, you know, open communication, you know, like you said, but don't as a, as a new stepmom or even as a, you know, established one, you know, don't try to take over because, you know, you are an additional adult and they don't need another mom. You know, the kids can, you know, love as many adults in their lives as they want to. You are committing to a relationship with their dad yeah, and to loving him and loving everything that comes along with him. And as long as that is the foundation of everything, I think everything good will come from that. And knowing that your actions are being watched, whether you know it or not, and whether the kids know it or not, is you know, you're a living and walking example of someone that the kids most likely spend 50% of their life with, Yeah. you know, and it is even just the relationship with how you talk to people, how you talk to your friends, how you talk about your friends, how you talk, you know, all of these things, you know, how you talk about work and, you know, like the kids are listening, you know, and that's, I think maybe every parent you yeah, know. that's a good advice yeah. for everyone. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to take the high road. Yeah. <laughs> for any parent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But that's that would be, I think, my biggest advice that has worked out, you know, the best for us is don't try to take over. You know, be an additional person and an additional adult in their life that loves them, that they can come to, make sure that they know that and, you know, respect the relationship that they have with their mom and their dad. 
yeah. you know, and because that is to them, it's first and foremost, what's most important. Sure. And it should be what's first and foremost, most important to you too, as their, you know, mother figure or additional mother figure in sure. their life. Good. Thank you so much for all your wisdom. You're welcome. This went great. <laughs> no. no, I'm serious. I no, I really think this is so good. I really do. I um, can't thank you enough for taking of time course. on a holiday weekend. Oh, of course. To um, <laughs> to do this. I really appreciate it. You're Absolutely. my first traveling podcast. Oh, well, awesome. I feel so honored. Well, thank yeah. you for coming all yes. the way to see. Oh, I'm happy to do it. Yeah. Time and in the car alone as a new mom yeah. is like <laughs> gold. <laughs> Perfect. And I appreciate, you know, what you're doing and, you know, that you're sharing different perspectives on things. And, you know, it's something that, you know, I would have maybe, you know, enjoyed to, you know, to have, you know, along my, along my eight and a half year journey so far. So I think this is awesome what you're doing Good. and, you know, hopefully, you. hopefully it helps, you know, a few people. And I think it helps moms and stepmoms. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things you said that I was like, man, if I could just take the higher road, like, oh. <laughs> man, I don't, I don't know if I do that <laughs> ever, but I'll try. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, great. Justin will edit that part yeah. out too. <laughs> the power of podcasting right the editing tools he won't though just because i said it he'll be like oh leave that in i'm just gonna just a reminder of that <laughs> okay thank you so much i appreciate your time yes you are so welcome okay thank you for listening i hope you loved it please subscribe to this podcast so you can get the latest episodes and tell us what you think about it in the reviews and mamas i love you